Hello, all you beautiful people. You know what time it is. Ladies and gents, guys and dolls, and everyone in between. Gather round. Get you something real nice to sip on and comfy to slip on. Because it's time for Smut Club. Here's your hosts, Chelsea and Hannah. about that clap uh, but hey everybody welcome to smut club i'm hannah and i'm chelsea and this is the podcast where we frequently day drink and review our favorite romance novels some are better than others very correct yeah yeah but that doesn't mean we love the other ones any less also except true. when we do <laughs> except for certain ones you know which ones if you've listened to the podcast. We're not subtle people. <laughs> a coworker was telling me that uh, them and a friend had listened to one of our episodes. But they were like, Chelsea, my friend was listening to the episode in public and got so uncomfy. <laughs> they like left the store they were in. And in my head, I'm like, could they have turned off the podcast and kept right. shopping? Right. Or were they so into the podcast? They were like, I have to know how it ends. Like, I, Which I'm so honored. Right. Quite frankly, if I've taken the gas to drive somewhere, I'm I'm probably going to switch off the podcast or sit in my car. I know that's what I would I'd do. I'd go car. and sit in my car mm-hmm. until I got through it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we aren't going to get through anything if we don't know what book we're reviewing today. <laughs> You're the one who did today's <laughs> review. I did. We are doing Nora's Kraken. By Lee Miller, which was a request um, from a former coworker of mine, current coworker mm-hmm. of yours. Shout out to Caitlin. Um, so How is Lee spelled just L E I G H. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I feel like there's a couple different options. So if yeah. anyone was looking it up, wanted you know, I, although how many other books are also called Norris Kraken? Uh, none that I found. <laughs> Because when I Googled it, when Caitlin recommended it, it was just the one that I found. So, you know, go with that. Go go with the only (laughs) book you'll probably find in a Google search called Nora's Kraken. So, this is like a a contemporary paranormal. Um, Mm -hmm. And we open like straight into it so nora is our main character it switches back and forth between her point of view and elias's point of view but we open with nora elias underused name great name. yeah i like it yeah yeah when i read it i was like why don't we use that more it's good other contender silas mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I would lump them in the same category yeah yeah <laughs> so nora <laughs> sorry my cousin is pregnant, and we oh. were going back and forth about baby names. I get it. I got off the f- – I, I did bath time and was on the phone earlier this week, and by the time I got off the phone, I had 47 mi- missed text messages on this thread where they were going back and forth just on baby names. So uh, a little <laughs> in in the, the name headspace. That makes sense. 
And it is a big decision. I was about to say 47 text messages feels really extreme. But if you're going to do that with anything, it should be what you're going to name your kid, right? And there's five of us on the uh, thread. Yeah. So I feel like that that's pretty easy to do when you get on a roll. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. But yeah. it, oh, I was about to say, so tell me more about Silas, but that's not his name. No. We're we're still with Nora. So there is a <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even made it to the other one yet. Okay. So <clears throat> there's a uh government agency called the Paranormal Citizens Relations Bureau because monsters mm-hmm. came out a few years ago. And, like, let humans at large know that they exist. And so they're integrating into society. And so the Paranormal Citizens Relations Bureau, that's the last time I'm going to say the whole thing because it's a lot, um, is, like, responsible for supporting them and figuring that out. So Nora is very much human, and she is at the Bureau because she's been recognized as a mate to a Kraken shifter. So she's meeting with an agent who is telling her, hey, somebody recognized you as their mate. Is that part of why monsters made their presence known? For the opportunity to mate? No. Does that matter why they made their presence known? I don't think that ever really fully comes out. Okay. Um, there's a lot of like political stuff in mm. in there. Um, but primarily it seemed to be more of a um like a changing of the times thing where with cell phones and cameras and things like that, it was getting harder to hide. And so they oh, were kind okay. of like, let's just get ahead of it. I respect that. So Nora's freaking out um, about this whole you have a mate thing. She's like, who even is it? I've never met this person. I don't want a mate. Um, And the agent is trying to explain to her that Krakens are very, very loyal um, and sometimes a little bit territorial. And she immediately shuts down and is like, nope. Um, because she, like, is thinking about a past abusive relationship that she was in. So as soon as she hears anything about somebody being possessive or territorial, mm. she's like, absolutely not. I'm not into it. I'm not doing it. So the Kraken apparently saw her when she was out getting coffee a few days ago. And so the Bureau followed up with her, uh, like, the same day to come mm. in. But this is a few days later. She kind of put it off until a couple days later. Okay. So she flat out tells the the agent she is not interested. She's like, thank you, but no thank you. I'm out of here. Like, I'm done. Mm -hmm. I don't want to meet him. I don't want to know anything else. I'm out. So on the way out of the building, she runs into this gorgeous guy who recognizes her. It's the Kraken. What? (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) So she's starting to panic because she's like, oh, fuck. And, um, like, he was there waiting for her? It seems like he was going to meet the agent. It doesn't seem like he was, like, stalking her. Okay. But he does, like, she literally runs into him and he, like, grabs her arm to steady Mm. her. And she's like, oh, God. And he immediately, like, backs up and he's like, "I'm, I'm really sorry. Just really quietly, like... I'm really sorry. And then she, like, runs away. So 
<laughs> we go to Elias's point of view, and he is our kraken. So he's trying not to freak out. How big are kraken? So um, he's unshifted. So he's in human form. Yeah, That's something no, I should no, have mentioned. I, to be fair, when you said she ran into a gorgeous man, I like assumed he was in human form. But then I like paused for a second. I was like, "What is the not human form?" I was like, "I don't." Pretty big, from what yeah. it sounds like okay. later. This seems like pretty large. <laughs> yeah, <it does>. ayo. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, he is really upset that she doesn't want anything to do with him and he calls her Lenora which is her full name um and he hasn't slept since he found her three days ago he just wants to be near her and it turns out the agent who's talking to her was actually um the director of the bureau and it's Elias's best friend so um, um the plot thickens. I know so Blair, who is the agent, tells Elias, you need to let her come to you, right? Like, just back up. Just, it's going to be okay. Great wingman advice. Mm-hmm. And um, he, Blair is also like, listen, <laughs> monsters have done a lot of work to, from a PR perspective, to not be terrifying to all humans. Do not fuck this up for us. Like, you need to simmer down. Like, don't like, do anything stupid. Get that you're excited, but do not ruin this for all of us because you can't keep your cracking dick in your pants. Correct. Yeah. Okay. And so um, Elias is like, okay, I will ignore every instinct I have to follow her and make sure that she's safe. Um, I will, I will let her come to me. So we're back to Nora. She is staying busy, going to work in a where she works in a bookstore. She's doing her thing. And then she, it's Tuesday, which is coffee day. Apparently she has a very regimented schedule because Tuesday is coffee day where she like goes out for a coffee. So she goes to a different shop. I feel like she, she might need some more pizzazz in her life. A little razzle dazzle, something. Something. She doesn't want any of it. <laughs> so she goes to a different coffee shop hoping to avoid Elias because that's where he saw her the first time. Mm. Um, which my notes say, unsuccessful. He was also trying to avoid the same coffee shop they run into each other. I thought I thought he was, you were going to say, it was unsuccessful because he was stalking her and just followed no. her to the other. So, so he really is trying to be respectful and be like, okay, like, that's her mm-hmm. coffee shop. I'm, I'll go to this one. I will, like, give her space and time. Which is part of why I like this book it, because it's a very sort of refreshing departure from the usual faded mate thing mm. where he was, like, tough shit. Like, I'm your mate and, like, dragging her off somewhere. Like, I love books when they like claim them in a bonding ceremony and don't tell them until after <laughs> right she's like i just felt a burn on my ass while we were that? boning then afterwards she's like he branded me that son of a bitch and you're like wait um, wait what he did what <laughs> consent matters you guys for it a lot really of reasons does. for a lot of reasons and in this one elias is very conscious of that and it's yeah. very endearing actually 
So um, he's the CEO of major company and blah, blah, blah. And he... So he's a successful... Very successful. Kraken shifter. Yes. So we learned that Blair, the director of the Bureau, and Elias were... We eventually put it all together. They were pirates together, and then they started a legitimate business, and they would trade off like every... 30 years since they don't die or age. So one of them would be the public face of the company. The other one would work in the background and then they would switch every so often. So people mm. wouldn't get like suspicious. So Wait, they would switch every 30 years? I don't remember. I didn't write it down. Oh. They switch every so often. <clears throat> that, I apologize. That wasn't me critique, like critiquing. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. No, it was more of, I'm like, You'd think they would need to switch more often because if you don't age, I think it's 30 years sooner than 30. I'm sure they did something like dye their hair gray or something. (laughs) I don't know. And none of that was explained. But um, (laughs) so he's clearly also very powerful. So Blair left the company, Elias took it over completely. So he's very, very wealthy. Um, and very powerful. And Nora remembers running from her ex and having to take just like a little bit of cash and jewelry that she could carry before moving across the country to Seattle Mm. because he was also very powerful and very wealthy. And she's like, yeah. I can't be under anyone's thumb. Yeah. She's like, double no, not doing this. Um, So he starts walking with her, like not following her, but he just wants to continue their conversation. And he touches her shoulder and she flips out. She's like, do not touch me. Do not speak to me again. And we go to his point of view and he feels so bad. Like he Mm. feels so, so guilty that he crossed a boundary, that he scared her. And so he realizes that she is... She is not going to change her mind. Like, she's very set in the boundaries that that she's putting forth. And so he is going to do his absolute very best to honor them. And um, so he makes a decision. He is not going to reach out to her. He is not going to speak to her. Even if he sees her in public, like, he's going to leave her alone. Uh, But when he gets to work, he starts researching her online because he just can't help it. Like, he just wants to know a little bit more about her. And he feels really guilty that he's even doing that. Um, But eventually finds out that she used to have a different last name and her boyfriend was in Congress until she suddenly disappeared like three years ago. So they were constantly like on page six or mm. in magazines and stuff together. And then all of a sudden she just like poofed. Yes, yeah, so, like her ex is not a man who like just like thought he emitted big dick energy and like yeah. was not like he like powerful in his own head, but was really just like physically controlling. Like I'm like, oh, like actual power yep okay and so now that same boyfriend is on the paranormal relations committee in congress and so he's like you know he's like i I just want to know how to keep her safe like i don't know what happened to her but like i just want to know how to keep her safe so in his head, he's now like, okay, well, if I can't love her, I'll just protect her? Kind of. Kind of. Yeah. He's okay. like, I, I just, I'll be here if she needs me, but I'm not going to, like, insert myself into her life. 
Um, if she doesn't want to talk to me, she doesn't have to. I'm a big Elias fan right now. Yes, and I stay that way through the whole thing personally. Oh, I love that. Yes, it's very <laughs> nice. It's so refreshing. It's truly actually very refreshing to not be like, bro, what happened? What happened to like the kindness and the consent and the thoughtfulness? Where did it go? All right, so... You know, Vance and I love our, like, trashy reality television. I do know that. <laughs> We've been watching Love Island Australia oh. season five. Okay, okay. Because there's so freaking many. I'm like, there, there's too many to keep up with. But we started this season, and, and it's really good. But part of why it's really good is, like, Vance and I have looked at each other, and we're like, the, like, contestants this year, I'm like, these boys are, like, caricatures. I'm like... I was like, they all think they are the main character, but in like that really, like some of them are like, are like openly gaslighting their partners and like owning it to the boys. Like, but like in one of those things where you're like, what is happening? Like, yeah. And you're like, do you, like in that way, when you read those characters on a, on the page and you're like, okay, this is like exaggerated. Yeah. And then I'm like, do Oh, is this real or like is this how you guys actually just like exist in the world? Right. Or is this? I like, hope just, it's just for TV. Yeah, I was like, is this just for TV? I was like, because you're like atrocious boys. <laughs> you're actual monsters. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like would we'll tell one girl to her face, like, I really want to be with you. You're the only one in here for me. And then we'll like turn around and tell like the new girls, like, yeah, she's not my type at all. I think she's really trashy. <laughs> But jokes on him. Apparently, he's a horrible kisser, and all of the girls have talked about <laughs> it. And now everyone across several continents has talked about it. That's the comeuppance that we're looking yes. for. I yes, at and I was like, "That's that's the karmic moment I've been waiting for." Yes, yes. Oh, I love that so much. No, I got like legit upset at like one of the other guys for how he was like gaslighting and manipulating his partner. I was like, "I'm watching the cycle of abuse play out on screen." <laughs> I like. <laughs> I was like that, like no good pencil dicked mother. Vance was like Chelsea, and I was like, he can't do that to her. She's too kind. That's the worst, though, when they're so sweet. Yeah, well, and then there's like sharp contrast because there's like other guys who are just legitimately that kind and wonderful. Hmm. Where like they were going after the same girl. And, like, the super shitty guy threw the other guy under the bus, and he's like, I don't trust you with anyone but me. Like, I don't trust you with him. And when the other dude was like, what the hell? If you were into her, like, be into her. But, like, why did you have to, like, go about it like that? And the guy was like, oh, I mean, that's just, like, what lads do, right? Like, that's just, like. I'm like, no. no. I was like, that's <laughs> what your friend group does to each other? Like, get better friends. Yes. Please. I'm like, you know it doesn't have to be like this, right? I Sometimes I think, like, maybe it's that so many of, like, up-and-coming generations grew up on, like, the real world and, mm. like, all that shit that, like, maybe they do think that that's the way that it is. Like, Big Brother and, like, all of that shit. I'm or, like, like, Laguna Beach right? <laughs> was not. <laughs> or even like even the OC and like Gossip Girl. Like life is mm. not Gossip Girl, you guys. It really isn't. XOXO. Absolutely <laughs> XO, not. XO. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about. I I do, but <laughs> I got stuck on the OC cuz I was thinking of Misha Barton. 
Sure. Why wouldn't we think? And yeah. just that wild ride that was the OC. But, yeah, like, when you watch those shows and you're like, this is not the real world. Like, this is not – like, this is not what we emulate our behavior off of. And why would you want to? Like, why would you want to be that? I don't get yeah. it. I don't get it. And so, really, this crack and shifter is <laughs> – is representing the best yes, of us all. He is. He is. And speaking of friend groups, Nora is having my notes say bestie time. Um, <laughs> and they, she has two best friends. I, at least one of them gets her own book. I think the other also okay. does, but I'm not positive. I did read the next one in the series because I did enjoy this one so much. But um, the besties talk to her about like all of her fears and like he is not your ex and Mm. you know even if you do start dating this kraken because that's the other concern that she has is that elias is fairly high profile so if she starts dating him her ex could potentially find her um if okay i might go ahead no i probably left something out (laughs) Well, no, my, but she she has she still has the same first name. She's just changed her last name. Uh huh. I don't know. With how powerful they're portraying him to be, it doesn't really seem like he wouldn't be able to find her across the country if he really wanted to. Right now, it seemed like he did want to, but he couldn't let anybody know that she left him like that. And so he couldn't use all the resources at his disposal because, he because had to keep up appearances. I yeah, see. Okay. Yeah, that's the way they made it out to be. But if she starts getting photographed with Elias, then, you know, it's kind of all for naught. I also just finished a book series where they had like their own satellite system, so they were like we can literally do whatever we want and spy on anyone and find anyone. So I'm probably also making it easier in my head than it is <laughs> to just find people who try and hide. Obviously, yeah. It's like we were just talking about Alias earlier. It's like <laughs> Alias. They just get on and they're like, they hit four buttons on a keyboard and they're like, well, got them. They're in Taiwan. Nailed it. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I'm like, my computer doesn't even unlock that quickly. <laughs> no. I can't log in. And you have already found the bomb. My Google Chrome crashes at least once a week. <laughs> like, okay, guys. <laughs> so, anyway, Nora's concerned about all these things. Her friends are talking her through all of that. Um, but they don't tell her what to do. They're just, like, talking her through her fears, supporting her. And then Blair, the director of the bureau, calls and asks to meet up with her. And he tells her that... Um, he does know who she is, like, in relation to her ex. Um, but he doesn't have access to their files, and she is not going to be exposed through the government that way. Mm -hmm. Um, and she's like, would Elias even want to see me at this point? Like, Mm -hmm. I really shut him down super hard. Like, ugh, I don't know. And... She also has this concern. She's like, well, is being a mate, like, is he obligated to me? Like, does he even actually want Mm. me? Or is it the whole mate thing that is, like, spurring this on? And Well, uh, Nora, 
you barely <laughs> talk to the man. So I think right now it is probably an interest in wanting to get to know the person who is biologically mated to be his partner forever. Right. Um, Correct. I'm sure you have a winning personality, but you haven't shown it yet. She so has I, I don't really feel like you can say, does he even want me for me or does he just want me because I'm his mate? And I'm like, honestly, <laughs> right now. It's primarily Colin B, babe. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you want do you want the answer you want to hear or do you want the actual answer in this scenario? Well, and Blair is trying to explain to her, like, he is going to treasure you forever, period. Mm. Like, that's it. Okay, I do actually have a question I, that you might not have the answer to. Mm-hmm. Is there is this one of those things that like once you are claimed in mate with your monster counterpart? You will then live forever as well. So we're going to get to that because that's okay. actually a plot point. <clears throat> okay. Well, sorry to, <laughs> okay. to jump. So I feel like I do that. I like ask questions. You're like, Chelsea, rein it in. We'll get there. Give me a minute. <laughs> no, it actually is super, like, it's actually a cute moment. But um, then it flashes to Elias and he's in a very stupid business meeting and he's very irritated to be sitting there. And then his assistant comes in um, and says that someone on his urgent list is here. It's Nora. She showed up at his office and he very readily kicks out the idiots who are in his office. He's like, and we're done here. I'm very irritated with you fuckers. Get out. Um and so he's trying to play it cool. He's got very much like, I want to say golden retriever cinnamon roll energy where he's like, don't freak her out. Like I can see like a golden retriever tail, like just going, but trying to be as still as possible. Like don't startle her. Like, <laughs> because he's so excited that she is like in his space. Um, and she asks, what would happen if I don't agree to be your mate? What would happen? And his thought, and this is a direct quote, his thought is um, it would be a black mark on my soul. But he doesn't tell her that because his thought is it is not her responsibility or her fault that she is his fated mate. And so he doesn't want her to feel guilty or obligated and so he basically is just like you know i'd i'd be kind of sad like (laughs) it's so endearing like like, i don't want her to feel like i'm emotionally manipulating her into doing what i want mm -hmm. and that's through the whole book he very it's not just like um i'm putting her first but really I'm getting what I want by Mm. putting her first, but, like, it's really about me, it truly does feel like it's actually about taking care of her, which is really, really sweet. Um, So eventually she does agree to go on a date with him, but just we're just going on a date. Um, And um, he is – she's very sassy. Like, as she starts to get more comfortable with him, she's, like, teasing him, and he's, like – really thrown off, like does not know what to make of it, um, but decides he's very into it and starts calling her Little Siren, which is like his cute little nickname for her. So I always love, I feel like that's one of my my new 
newer favorite things to track in books is like how soon they whip out the term of endearment. Yeah. That's going to be like their The cutesy nickname. Yes. Like their like mm-hmm. go-to cutesy nickname mm-hmm. for the rest of the book. And like how soon do we like whip that out? I've been reading several books by one author recently and I'm like, oh, I feel like she start. everyone starts getting called baby right around the 20% <laughs> part. <laughs> but like I don't hate it. <laughs> I've just noticed it. Well, it's like I am in the middle of a series right now, but in like the first two chapters, it was like princess immediately, immediately princess. Hey, what book are you reading? Um, I hold on. It, the first one was Pretty Dark Vows, okay, and now I'm reading Pretty Wicked Secrets is the next one. Uh. One of the ones that I just read, he started calling her princess, like, from the jump. But then you find out that she's a literal princess. Oh, this is not that. She's 100% a stripper. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, not that a princess can't be a stripper. I don't want to pigeonhole anyone, but no. (laughs) No royalty here. Don't limit yourself. But I don't think that the one in my book is actual royalty. Yeah. No. Not in this case. (laughs) Although I'm only like a little bit into the second book, more will be revealed, you know? Um, well, what? Oh, I just read a new series by, well, new to me. I'm not sure when it came out, but another Tate James series. And I feel like Tate James, I love just how out of pocket those books get. <laughs> they do. Because that is the sort of thing that you will be like three books in and then suddenly discover someone is royalty. <laughs> right. You're like, the fuck? Tay James has no issue jumping the shark. None whatsoever. (laughs) Repeatedly, she will come back around and jump the same shark. It's like, how did we do that? (laughs) And yet, I read all of them. We continue to read them. (laughs) Because I just, because at this point, I'm like, I need to know. I need to know how ridiculous this one's going to get. But then I'm there for it the whole time. So I'm like... I'm enjoying them, but they just get so wild. <laughs> it's very much like a like an early odd soap opera feel of yes. like so and so has an evil twin and is actually your mother, and it's like a whole what? Like okay, yes, Ugh. yes, you get it. I'm like the number of people that fake their deaths and come back. Oh yeah, oh yes, so many, right. Like a concerning amount. Like, <laughs> like, is nobody checking? <laughs> like, it really feels like we didn't do our due diligence before we signed that death certificate. Like, who is the coroner? <laughs> like, get a new one. <laughs> it's the coroner from iZombie. <laughs> That's where she the problem. <laughs> yeah, where she ends up eating their brains. Oh, no. Or the one from Brooklyn Nine-Nine who's into the weird sex stuff instead of doing the autopsy. My God, I forgot about that one. (laughs) (laughs) While I was sick last week, that's what I watched. I watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine. That is a core memory that I will have forever of being in labor at the hospital with an epidural laying on my side with like the fucking peanut ball medicine ball between my legs 
watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine <laughs> on a laptop while I ate ice chips. <laughs> and then when the nurse would come in and be like, we got to flip you to the other side, my husband would just move the cart <laughs> to the other side and I would keep watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Like the doctors had to pause it when they'd come in to check on me. How did I not know that? <laughs> oh, I love that for you. Nothing like, you know, working on dilating while Doug Judy <laughs> and Jake Peralta are at it again. The whole PB and J. Um, okay, sorry. I no. got us very off track there. <laughs> okay. Where, I don't even know. Oh, oh, he's very excited that she's yes. there. Okay. Yes, and they agree to a date. Everything's mm-hmm. great. So we're at Nora's point of view. It's date night. He takes her to the aquarium after hours because he's a big donor. So they, like, open the aquarium for them. Are Kraken's water-based? Yes, they're like an octopus. Well, that's what I thought. Hence the tentacles. Well, that's what I thought. And so he took it there to show off. Well, it seems like he just loves it there and is comfortable there and just wanted to share it with her. (laughs) Yeah, he did with those tentacles. Sorry. So (laughs) at the touch pool. (laughs) (laughs) I see. I see where we got. There's an octopus. Yeah, there's an octopus in the touch pool. And she makes a joke about him trying to get her more comfortable like touching (laughs) sea creatures and he like gets really flustered and he's like uh no I don't I didn't I'm not it's not I I didn't until he realizes that she's joking um and she she describes like all this warmth like he's Mm -hmm. looking at her with like all this warmth and affection and they eat pizza in the aquarium uh turns out he's 300 years old um, so pizza in the aquarium sounds like a great fucking date. Right? I was thinking that the whole time. I was like, I want to go to an empty aquarium at night with, like, all the lights and all that stuff and then yeah, have pizza. Yes. I want to do that. 10 out of 10. Yes. I would go on that date. I'm sure it was hella expensive. But, you know. I think he can afford it. He can. He can. I can't, but, you know, that's not the point. Nora gets to enjoy it, and I get to vicariously. So, um, well, A lot of aquariums do have night adventures. They do. And, like, sleepover packages. I don't know that I would want to sleep over. I did one as a child. Mm. Like, it was, like, our, like, youth group girls thing where we would go and we would sleep with the manatees. I love manatees. So it was, you'd, like, bring your own, like, air mattress and sleeping bag but then you just slept by their tent they're not not their tent. their tent their tank <laughs> their tank yeah and we weren't in tents because <laughs> we were inside <laughs> but it was super cool to wake up and be like there's manatees there's some manatees just vibing right next to us i feel like that's all manatees do is just vibe they are professional vibers especially yeah, yeah. <laughs> and especially growing up in florida oh yeah we had so many of them so many manatees yeah they're so funny looking they are so funny looking and i my sister my older sister used to take me to like feed them Mm -hmm. you you just give them cabbage leaves they just sort of snuffle at your hand it's so cute yeah they're perfect no notes (laughs) (laughs) like can confirm and that's it there were no manatees mentioned at the aquarium that they are at on their date well, 
for being such a good donor. (laughs) (laughs) Why aren't we protecting more manatees? You get it. Um, Although I guess we did, they're in Seattle, right? Right. So like, we're like, manatee people, we grew up in Florida. We're like, oh, on the complete opposite side. I don't, are there manatees on that? I don't know enough about their migration patterns. Do they have migration patterns? I don't know. I'm sorry. There aren't manatees there. I'm getting very... (laughs) We're getting swept up in the manatees. (laughs) Manatees are important, just not to the story. Um, So, oh my God. I'm about to go on a whole different tangent. Okay. I need to come back. I'm coming back. So he's three years old. Three years old. 300 years old. Um, And she is kind of like frustrated with herself because every opening he gives her to talk about herself, like every question he asks, um, she turns it back on him or she kind of deflects in some way. Mm. Um, And she's basically like, I am really like not on your level. Like I am not worth your time. I don't know why we're doing this right now. It feels really weird Um, because he's obviously – cares for her very deeply like automatically Mm. and she's like i don't get it (laughs) why are you so into me right you have your shit together you've had 300 years to get your shit together yeah yeah and it's not like a low self-esteem thing either it feels more like a like a realistic what are we what what are you doing bud like are you sure (laughs) like okay um so like more of a how will this work? Yeah. Unless of like a, how could he be into me? Yes. I don't even have a savings account. Right. And more of like the, I'm just so dumpy. How could he ever want me? Like, yeah, it's not like that. It's more like a, like practically, how is this going to work? Yeah. It's like, we lead very different lives. Yeah. Huh. Okay. And so he says that he really just, wants the chance to get to know her and for her to get to know him. And he's like, I will do whatever it takes to make you happy. Like, however, whatever pace you want to go at, mm-hmm. what, however you want it to look, I am on board. Um, So she is super confused by that. She's like, what do you mean? You're, you're going to do what I want, how I want it. I don't get it. <laughs> But I'll I'll try, I guess. I don't get it. So back to Elias. He is kind of beating himself up for letting things get so heavy at dinner. Um, he just wants her to be comfortable. Um, and he is really fighting his instincts to give her space. Mm. So like that more evolved side of him recognizes that following her around and like being up her ass all the time is not going to help anything at all um so uh great insight stalking doesn't work right correct (laughs) (laughs) yes please ignore all of haunting adeline you know it it doesn't work so he asked to drive her home because she had taken the bus um and she agrees but says she needs a picture of his driver's license which I really appreciated. Um, she sends it in her group chat to her besties. She's like, here you go, guys, just in case. And he's like, that makes me really sad. Like, he's not offended. He's just like, it's really sad that women have to do that. Like, 
that really sucks. But I'm also really glad that she's careful. That's good. Like, <laughs> I did you see that thread that like it was a tweet that was getting shared a while ago. Um, but they were talking about, man, how wild are women's text threads where it's like, hey, besties, sharing my location for my date tonight yes. so I don't get murdered. And, and her friend's like, good luck, you're going to kill it. <laughs> yes. And we're like, and yet it's it's so normalized that we're yeah. sitting there like, yeah. hey, they're like, just, if you don't hear from me by 11 o'clock, send police. Yeah, for real. It's like, fit check, also here's my location. <laughs> If you don't hear from me by such and such time, and they're like, oh my God, bestie, you look super hot, and we will have 911 on standby. You're like, <laughs> which shoes should I wear? And this, it, I am sharing my location for the next 24 hours. Right. And they're like, which one has better traction so you can run just in case? Like, what fresh hell? Like, oh my God. <sighs> Valid. Yeah. Okay. Valid concerns all Valid around. concerns. So he is totally fine, again, just doing whatever she needs to feel safe. Um, So when they get to her apartment, he tells her that he does know a little bit about her ex. And he... She explains that he had been looking for her and that uh, things really did not end well between them. Um, And... Uh, but she doesn't elaborate at all. So he's, you know, curiosity is piqued. So uh, they agree to a second date. Um, they kiss at the at her door. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's sweet. <laughs> obviously, it's super cute. And then we're back with Nora. She's like taken off guard by how Listen, amazing the kiss is. Other thing, I'm just gonna say. Yeah. And maybe I'm about to eat my words here. <laughs> Are they about to fuck in, like, five seconds? No. Okay, because that's what I was about to say. I appreciate it. I'm like, oh, like, it, it's been a, a slow buildup to get to the first kiss. Mm-hmm. And I feel like some books are just they like, just, okay, well, we, we made it to the kiss. So now his fingers will be inside her. <laughs> right. And you're like, wait, what? Well, uh, How did that? She was like, I don't even know that I want him to drive me home. Like, <laughs> yeah, but let's get naked. I and so I appreciate the the consistency in that capacity. Yes. And it is actually Elias who pulls back. Like things do mm. start to escalate a little bit, but he pulls back and um he tells her that he is not going to go too fast um because she is worth the wait. Like she's important enough that they need to get to know each other and he's not going to fuck this up. So it's five days later. Nora is at work. She has been texting Elias every day um, and daydreaming about him pretty constantly. Um, She is alone in the bookstore where she works, and she sees a man pass the window who looks just like her ex. And she starts to freak out. So she calls Elias. um, And it turns out he is out of the country. He's in Canada. Um, and he says not to panic that he's sending somebody to her, like lock the doors, turn the lights out. Don't move until the person I send for you shows up. Um, and he asks, why, why did you call me? And she said, because she knew that he would be there for her, that she could count on him. Um, and, uh, she is like, I know I did this on purpose. Like, I called him for help on purpose, but now I don't know how to accept it. <laughs> she's, like, wants to argue with him about mm-hmm. it. And then she's like, but the whole reason 
And so she's having this like dialogue with herself about like, can you get your shit together right now? Like, come on. So. But that is like the most human. Yes. Like, especially being a two on the Enneagram. (laughs) I have realized over the years and like with really like working through it and processing, I'm like, oh man, I'm not good at like identifying what I need to then be able to communicate what I'm like. One, I know I don't want to inconvenience anyone anyway. Oh, right? yeah, never ever. But then I'm like, I have a difficult time even identifying what I need to be able to communicate it. That is what marriage taught me. <laughs> <laughs> like my husband being like, I'm literally here. I am here to help. Tell me what you need. What do you need? And I'm like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> like, why don't you know? Just, like, read my mind that I can't read. (laughs) Just tell me what I need. Exactly. Yeah. So she's having a special moment about it. I know I need help. I know I need assistance. I cannot articulate what that is or what I want it to look like, even when I know I need it. And And then she's like, this is is a smart idea. I don't want to accept this help. She's like, (laughs) what the fuck is wrong with me right now? So... We flash to Elias, and he is flipping out, trying to get back to her. And it turns out that the ex, whose name is Daniel, is in Seattle um, to meet with Blair at the Bureau because of all the Congress, whatever. So um, so it was indeed him. Yes, it was him. And But he doesn't know that his ex is in Seattle. As so, far as we know. So as far as we know, it was— it, Purely coincidence that he happened to walk past the store. Right. Total fluke situation. Um, But Elias feels guilty that maybe, like, he put Nora back on Daniel's radar Mm. somehow. Um, And so he gets back to his house, and um, his staff, his, like, housekeeper, um, got Nora all set up and with a room and toiletries and clothes and everything she could need. and he tries to just go to bed, but he decides to check on her because um, he just, he like just needs to see her to like confirm that she's okay. Um, well, especially if he rushed all the way back from Canada. He did rush all the way back from Canada, which I don't think is actually that far from Seattle. I don't know where in Canada he was. It's a large place, but it seems he got back pretty quickly. Probably not in Manitoba. <laughs> Probably not. I don't. I don't know why he would be in Manitoba. He wasn't that far east. No, no. Um, Manitoba is east, right? Girl, I don't know. Well, I just read a book where they accidentally went to Manitoba. Well, not accidentally. accidentally. They went to Manitoba, but they didn't mean to. They meant to go to Glen Lily, which I guess is near Manitoba. Okay, I do feel better. Manitoba is where I thought it was, which is above North Dakota. <laughs> Okay, I'll take your word for it. This is American public school systems at work, y'all. One of my dearest friends is from Winnipeg. Like, we've been good friends for... uh, Since before Obama was in office. And so I'm, like, feeling a little guilty in this moment. (laughs) You know more because I initially I was like Manitoba. I know where it is, and then I was like, "Shit, do I? Do I?" Then I looked. I was like, "Oh, I do. Okay, (laughs) it is where I thought." But now I feel guilty that I should have just had more confidence in it. Yeah, yeah. 
no, I have nothing for for Canada except for watching Letterkenny, which I don't think is the same. And the great news is my friend owns a coffee shop and has a family and has his own life and is not the target demographic for the show. <laughs> so he will never need He will to never know. need to know. He will never be but offended I am by sorry, it. Sorry, Chad. <laughs> okay. So Elias. So sorry, Chad. Her. So sorry. So after when Elias goes to check on her, uh, of course they make out. And she apologizes for interrupting his trip and he's like never apologize you know that whole moment um <laughs> that whole moment and I'm like I do know that whole you know exactly know what I'm talking about um and so then they make out some more and she asks him to stay with her and um he's trying to be cool again but again I get like the vibrating puppy mm-hmm. situation because he is so excited that she has asked this of him. He doesn't have any expectations about what's going to happen. He's just excited to be near he just her. He wants to bask in her presence. 100%. He's just like, oh. Also, I said bask in her presence. And then in my head, I went, in the nearness of the Lord. <laughs> and I'm like, tell me you grew up in the conservative Christian South without telling me you grew up in a conservative Christian No. Oh, my God. Surrounded by your glory. Whoa. <laughs> no. Oh I'm sorry God. to ruin their sweet moment. Well. With my third day reference. <laughs> like. 15% of our audience is going to understand that. But for oh, the ones who do, that joke will slap. Because the, the, the manatee tangent I almost went on was very much VeggieTales related. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay. I desperately need to hear about that later. Because I, I need to know how manatees and VeggieTales go hand in hand. But. To keep us on track. <laughs> to keep us on track, we are back to Nora. We're not even drinking right we're now. We're not even drinking today, you guys. This is good. This is good. So we're back to Nora. It's the next morning. She wakes up with Elias, and um, she kind of has this moment where the adrenaline is gone from all of it, mm. and she realizes, like, he showed up with no expectation from her. Like, he helped her. He took care of her. And she's like, that's really weird. And he, like, didn't push anything physical with her. He just literally just, like, laid down. She does not know what to do with him being a good guy. Yeah. She's like, uh, I don't trust it. <laughs> she's like, uh You know, I'm not going to lie. And I know that there's tentacle stuff we're going to get to. <laughs> but I feel like when you hear the title Nora's Kraken, you're like – salacious we're expecting right? think darker things yes yeah. which is why the wholesomeness of this like took me off guard and i was like oh that's nice <laughs> you know exactly what i'm talking I about i really do <laughs> um so then he finally wakes up again they start making out again and she asks if he would be more comfortable shifted like partially shifted mm. um partially Yes, so he can shift just his lower half. Okay. There it is. <laughs> the way your eyes just lit up. That's it, yeah. Um, 
And he's like, like a schoolgirl. <laughs> yeah. He's like, do, do you want me to shift? Like, is that what you want? And she has been watching some crack and porn and she might be into it, but um, she's not ready. And so he tells her that it doesn't matter anyway. And this is all about her and goes down on her. Um, and she is feeling him up after he's like in the traditional sense he went down on her right yes yeah. i just no tentacles or i just need there are no tentacles yet i just like we're not to tentacles we haven't made it to the tentacles we yet. haven't made it to the tentacles the slow burn continues like they're we're working up to it so Can we get that on shoot <laughs> we haven't made it to the tentacles yet we're working up to the tentacles <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would wear that shirt. Okay. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay. So, um, he's like obviously super into it. He's just really excited that he gets to touch her at all. And she's feeling him up afterwards. And some of his skin has shifted a little bit and she mm. can feel it. And he starts apologizing because he's like, um, like, you didn't want me to shift and I didn't mean to. And she has no issue with it and just goes back to cuddling him. She's like, it's no big deal. And they just cuddle. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, and Elias is in his head that maybe she won't accept him shifted. Um, but he also is just really thankful and excited to be with her. And he's like, well, if she's my mate and she's not into it, then I'm not into it either. No problem. Which, like, is is sweet on one hand. And sad. Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, I don't want you to have to deny the parts of you that make you you, Elias. Yeah. Don't deny your tentacles, bud. So, um, he's just, like... Also recognizing they've been on one date and he needs to not be freaking out the way yeah. that he is. So um, they eat breakfast together. Again, he just has so much gratitude that she let him take care of her. Um, and he decides he's going to take some days off of work to just hang out with her. Um so they go hiking. Um, what? And I may have missed this earlier. If you could refresh my memory. What does she do? She works in a bookstore. De- holy fuck balls. <laughs> I deaf knew that. <laughs> I think first, I think why I like, I paused was I'm like, is she just not working? Is she just like hiding out until her ex leaves Seattle? I think that's why I paused. That's oh. why I stopped. I was like, wait. I was like. Doesn't she doesn't she work? I was like, does she have a job? Why isn't she working? I That's think, why I asked that. But as soon as you said bookstore, I'm like, oh damn, Chelsea, that is not <laughs> your best moment. I think like <laughs> she only she doesn't work a ton of shifts. Like it it felt like not part time, but like four days a week kind of deal. Okay. Um so they go hiking. Um he takes her out of Seattle and she is able to relax more knowing that Daniel's like not just going to pop up. Um, so they talk about his history. 
Um, and he tells her that he was a pirate with Blair back in the day. Um, and he would capture ships in his Kraken form, which tells you how big he is fully shifted. He's pretty massive. Um, and they stopped when Blair's woman died. Um, he was pretty sure that she was his mate. Um, and you only get one. And so there's a lot of guilt Mm. that Elias feels because he feels like he should have prevented her from dying. Um, and he's like, oh, I'm really sorry. I just brought down the mood. I'm so mm, sorry. Yeah. Um, and Is that misplaced guilt? It seems that way. Okay. It seems like it really wasn't anybody's fault. Okay. Like it was just an accident. Yeah. Um, but he still feels horrible because yes. it very nearly killed Blair um, mm. to lose her that way. So uh, Nora's like, hey. I I wanted to know about you. Like, thank you for sharing with me. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not bringing anything down. Um, and so then uh, he drives her home. She's like, I can't just stay with you. We've been on one date. Well, two dates now, I guess. Like, come on, buddy. And he's like, fine. <laughs> so, um, Again, he's he's, like, are you sure my house has plenty of room? So much You're room. Welcome to stay. So much space. Um, so he he does really want her to stay, but he is, you know, respectful of her boundaries. Yes, and so he drives her home, um, and as they get to her apartment, she like freezes up, and there is a note from her ex on her door. Um, and my notes say panic stations, Elias checks the apartment and holds her while she freaks out. So he then offers to pay for uh, a hotel for her or for her to use his condo in the city instead of coming back to his house. Mm. Since she didn't want to stay with him, he doesn't want to use that as like a, He's like, you don't have to stay with me. I'm happy to provide you other options that will still make you feel safe. Yes. Real quick question. Mm -hmm. Is her ex all human? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So um, she does eventually ask to stay with him. So um, on the ride back to his house, Nora explains that Daniel used to leave her notes all the time. Um, he was very emotionally and financially abusive um, and eventually became physically abusive, and that's why she left. Mm-hmm. And so um, he was constantly criticizing and controlling her. Um, and Elias is, like, at a loss of what to do to help her. Um, he's really angry, and he's like, well, I'm definitely going to ruin Daniel's life. That's an easy decision but like how do i help nora in this moment like what how do i how is she gonna be okay he's like i obviously have the resources to destroy that man and i will and yeah (laughs) and i'm going to don't you worry yeah he's like but in the moment what does nora need right um which i respect that he's like i'm going to do that and this moment is not the time to put that plan into action right because his true priorities are her and like her well-being Mm mm-hmm 
So she tells him that she wants a shower. And when he goes to leave her in the guest room, um, she starts making out with him. And he goes to pull back because he's like, I'm not, you're clearly Mm. emotional. Like, Mm -hmm. you're clearly upset. And I am not going to take advantage of you that way. Mm -hmm. And she is like, joke's on you. I was planning to invite you into my apartment anyway. And Daniel is not taking this from me. So get in the fucking shower. (laughs) She's like, this is happening. So let me suck your dick. Exactly. Your your, let me suck your tentacles. Your mating tentacle. (laughs) Your mating mating tentacle. Mating tentacle. (laughs) Is there... A main tentacle usually, or is that just with shifters? They have one specific one that allows them. I don't know enough about I cephalopods. I, <laughs> you knew enough to call them cephalopods. Listen, the confidence with which I did that is the same confidence that you had talking about where Manitoba is. It's <laughs> enough to be pretty sure, but not enough to know for sure, for sure. <laughs> It's enough to say it with com- with confidence until the first time someone fact checks. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Valid. It's so. enough until somebody in the comments is like, "You are the dumbest person on the planet." Like, a cephalopod is a fucking spider or something. We're gonna need it like a corrections corner <laughs> in the future. <laughs> just that real fast like hey guys so chelsea does know what a blowjob is <laughs> i knew it <laughs> that too she does know the word cuddlingus <laughs> don't you worry Whew. all right but also please let us know if we're making egregious errors yeah please do we're not saying don't correct us we are open to learning we are very aware that we do not have all the knowledge. I am not a marine biologist. I am going to look up cephalopods while you Please do. Please do. So um, they get naked. She asked him to shift, and he says that she has to come on his mouth first. Um, and this is a direct quote. Um, then she can have his tentacles if she's a good girl. So we're getting there now, Yeah. So, <laughs> um, 10 out of 10, cephalopod does include octo- it, octopus. <laughs> <laughs> I was almost vindicated. <laughs> and squid. Uh, and cuttlefish. So... I'm not going to try and pluralize it. We're just going to continue. We're just going to continue. We're just going to pretend that never happened. Well, I'm I'm really glad that you did. But also, I forgot I put this in my notes. It says he goes clam diving and then does a partial shift. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Uh, Um, And we consented to the shift. He is in water. Right. She did ask him to shift, and he said yes. But it is a partial shift. I I have logistical questions that don't matter. Keep going. Okay. So he says- they do matter, but I don't know if I want the answer. (laughs) Totally fair. Um, So he says that um, 
he'll do a full shift for her in the ocean, but it's not exactly sexy to have an entire sea monster in your shower. That so, honestly helped answer some of my my quandaries. I thought it might. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it might. Um, so tentacles are doing a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, they are. Yeah, and she starts feeling him up back, the ma- the mating tentacle. And um, he is, she's clearly into it, and he is also, like, not wanting to push her too far, like, not wanting her to do anything that makes her uncomfortable. Does he have a normal penis when he's in his human form? He does, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I wasn't sure if he was just built like a Ken doll until he shifted. I really forgot I did this in my notes. So then it says, (laughs) (laughs) she decides to get a taste of the sea. So sorry. I love when you have like had a drink or two and you decide that's when to do your outline because the look on your face as you read your outline back to yourself and you're like, Hannah, damn it. Did you really put that? (laughs) Why? (laughs) Because I outlined this so long ago too. And I read my notes. I guess I just skimmed. Um, Anyway, so Elias is shocked that she wants to do this. um, And he is... Thinking about egg sacs, question mark? Um, apparently, I, I don't know how any of it works, and it's never explained. But he's thinking about how he can't get her pregnant until he intentionally secretes egg sacs. He's thinking about this while she is blowing him. So, I don't know. My notes Why not? literally say I have questions. There are no answers. And, you know, I mean, is this we're going to – is this the part in the book where we're going to stop suspending belief? <laughs> like, yeah. We we could just yeah. overlook so many things until we Not got to this. the egg sack. The egg sack really was the moment where I was like, well, what? <laughs> so he gets her off with a tentacle. They go back to bed. Um, and he, after they have like their nice cuddle time, um, he's telling her that he thinks that she should go to the cops and she's like, to do what? He left a note on my door that wasn't even a threat in Mm. the note. Like, what are they going to do? Um, but she does eventually agree to talk to Blair about it. Um, and... Uh, so they sleep together, not have sex, but they go to bed. And when they wake up, um, he tells her that he doesn't want to rush anything, that he wants a quote unquote normal pace. Um, and, um, she's pushing back against that a little bit, but he tells her that, um, the best moments they've had so far have been the normal ones, have been going to the aquarium, having breakfast together, the beach, all that stuff. Um, And so she agrees to spend the weekend with him. So um, Elias is trying to figure out where Daniel is, if he's still in Seattle. It turns out he is not. He's in Canada. Apparently, he is 
meeting with the Canadian government to try to make it more difficult for paranormals to get visas and stuff. Like he's actively working against the paranormal community. Mm. Um, and Blair doesn't know if the leak about Nora came from his office and he's pretty pissed about it because mm. how did Daniel find her address and stuff? And so he is like locking everything down and he's like pretty pretty big mad about the whole thing um which feels like the correct level of response yes it's very much like it's not only about his best friend's mate being in danger but it's also all the other people like all of the other paranormals and all of the other mates and his employees who are both paranormal and human he's like yeah we're not we're shutting this down So, um, Nora is really just honestly living her life and having a pretty good time with her friends. She decides that she maybe wants to go back to school because Daniel forced her to drop out previously. So she's starts researching, maybe going back. Um, Elias still has security with her. Um, and there's some really cute moments where she's like bonding with his staff because um, the the one security guy is super gruff and like doesn't really talk to her. Um, but she makes him some banana bread as like a thank you for Aww. for. Watching, watching out her. for her. Thanks for keeping me alive. Here's some banana bread, like. <laughs> and the guy like really softens to her and. You know, Elias is very much enjoying that his staff is loving her. I'm not going to lie. I do always, that is something that I always enjoy is, like, the relationship that, like, the girl develops with the driver or the security guard Mm -hmm. or just, like, the sweet. The groundskeeper. Yes. Yes. It's very much like a, I don't know, like a warm uncle or like a, I don't know how to describe the dynamic, but it's like. Just really kind and sweet. Yeah. And, like, I think, like, familial at yeah. some level, depending on the age of the person. Yeah. Right. But, like, it's just always like, oh, here's just, like, a safe person in my corner. Yeah. 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 So, because throughout the book, this guy had been around and clearly just, like, not – he's very shut down and professional. And she's like, I'm going to crack him. I'm going to get him. I'm going to crack him like a kraken. Ayo. Hey. <laughs> you get it. Um, so back. Except he's not her, her mate, so she wouldn't no, crack him she like wouldn't. a kraken. No, she wouldn't. She wouldn't. No, that would be a big issue. <laughs> um, so. <clears throat> That's the book Tate James writes instead. <laughs> Every time. Damn it, Tate. Um, so. Elias is home and probably in the the shower. So she is kind of thinking about her own childhood, um, going through some stuff that she had picked up from her apartment. Like her mom was always depressed and pretty neglectful and her dad wasn't around. And she's just like thinking about it and kind of down. And so she decides to go look for Elias. So she calls out to him. He doesn't answer, so she just goes into his room, and there's a huge, like, indoor-outdoor saltwater pool mm-hmm. in his bedroom. And she sees tentacles on the side and realizes he must be in the water. And so she touches one of his tentacles, and it, like, snaps out and pulls her into the water. <laughs> so we go to Elias's point of view, and he immediately half-shifts 
to like prevent from like actually pulling her under. Um, and she's like, it's cool. I would like a, I would like a swim to ease the stress of the day and just gets <laughs> naked. Um, okay. And um, he's in his head. He's like, we're taking it slow. We're taking it slow. I'm not scaring her away. This is my mate. About to take it this slow, is important. It's not at all. There's a lot of tentacles. <laughs> There's so many tentacles. So, are there more than eight? I don't know. I didn't count, and I don't think Nora did either. <laughs> I'm just gonna. <laughs> How many tentacles does a kraken have? How many? Yeah, tentacles. Just a. Crack in half. Ten. Ten. Okay. Okay. Wait. The, yeah, this one says the Kraken has ten. Okay. I wonder if that includes the mating tentacle. But then another one says up to eight. So. So. We get to choose how many tentacles we choose have. Choose your own tentacle adventure. Um, know what our rating scales <laughs> Yep. Hey, yo. Woo. So he is also kind of concerned that now that she's kind of like in his domain that he's not going to let her leave because he's so excited that she's there um so um he again he's eating her out lots of tentacle use restraining there's a sucker on the g-spot there's a whole lot happening um and he is like how much do you want and she is like all of it all of the, all of the things I want, all of it. Um, she said, "I want the whole tentacle experience." Yep, and you know, in his head, he's like, "I will do whatever she wants, whatever makes her comfortable, like whatever." And she's like, "Yeah, fuck that, let's do it." Um, so um, he is—he's he's still trying to take it slow, and yeah. she's like, "I have now made up my mind." She's like, "Let's hit the get gas. on board." Yeah. Okay. So um, he just is continuously checking in with her to make sure that she's still with him, that she's still good, um, and. Um, yeah, there's so much, so many tentacles. Uh, so she starts to get nervous that she's not going to be able, that he's not going to fit. Like his mating tentacle isn't going to fit. Um, and he is super sweet and encouraging. And um, he's just continuously like, she comes again and he's like, are you are you done? Are you good? And she's like, nope, still want more. And he's like, okie dokie. Like... <laughs> Um, finally fucks her for real. Um, so he's just, yeah, he's just going for it. He was trying to hold back and she wasn't having it. I think my, my favorite part of this right now is just watching you try to figure out how many details to give her withhold about, <laughs> about the, tentacles. the tentacles. That's literally what's happening. I'm like, I don't need to share that. <laughs> Like I can, I can see it on your face where you're like, I wrote it out. Nope, not gonna say. It. That's the quiet part. That does not get said out loud. <laughs> Ooh. You know who did say it out loud? Fucking Lee Miller. So if you want all the details, please go read it. You're curious about the logistics of tentacle sex. Mm-hmm. Hannah is not the one to give them to you. No. I can make recommendations for people who could give you better information than me. So, is the word cephalopod used in the book? You know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. 
But um, we are back to Elias's point of view. He explains mating to her, um, like that she won't get pregnant unless he gives her an egg. Um, and yeah, it's still never explained. He's like, I don't really know how it works either. I don't know. <laughs> um, and he's like, you know, we don't have to worry about it until you decide you want to have babies, really. Like, we don't have to do it. And um, she, he tells her, so this is where the lifespan thing comes in. Oh, okay. He tells her that she will have an extended lifespan. Um, and she gets upset because the way that it works is, like, their lifespans meet in the middle. So, basically, she gets... His life is going to be shorter so that hers can be longer. Mm. And so she gets upset um, that, like, he his life is going to be shorter. And he's like, you don't get it. Like, I'm just really happy that you're here. He's like, I won't have a life without you. Right. So it's okay. This is it for me yeah. forever. Um, so um, the next few days together, they are going to work. They're banging it out quite often. Um, Finding their rhythms. Not how I meant that, but that as is I exactly said it, how you meant it. No, honest to God, I like started it and I was like, fuck, just commit. And you did. I did. Uh, yes. Um, they are spending time together. So, you know, they're having a good time. Um, there, Daniel is still in Canada trying to get laws about the paranormal community changed up there. Um, still being a douche canoe. Still being a pretty Daniel big douche. douche. Um, he's They're just like bonding and meeting each other's friends and the, that kind of... Finding their rhythms. Yes. Hannah. The early relationship stuff. All the good stuff. And so, um, because I mean, I do, I do feel like once you fuck the tentacles, that is a solidifying fuck if ever is, there was one. And then, <laughs> um, Elias again takes her to the pool and he puts a tentacle in her ass while he fucks her and she's into it. So that is, if the first one wasn't a solidifying fuck, this one was, you know? Um, you don't even need a harem when you have that many tentacles. No, you don't, man. No, you don't. And it's it just, he's so sweet. Like, he's just so attentive and taking care of her and, like, really good aftercare and stuff. And um, he can feel so he's thinking about it the next day he can feel the mate bond in his chest and he wants to like tug on it to make sure she's okay but he's like that's kind of intrusive mm. i need to leave her alone so um they bang on his desk at some point <laughs> <laughs> um she shows up to have lunch with him at at work and he fucks her on his desk of course um and then um Blair shows up, and Daniel's back in D.C., still not a threat to her. Okay. And um, Elias is like, oh, she really doesn't need to stay with me if I see. he's back in D.C. He's like, oh. so he just asks her what she needs instead of saying, like, are you going to go back to your apartment or whatever? He's just like, what do you need? 
How can I support you? So she decides it's too insane for him to just for her to just move in with him. So she goes back to um, her apartment. And she doesn't want all the security. And she's like gearing up to have an argument with him. And he's like, okay, that's totally okay. I understand. But I would like to put a security system on your apartment. And she's like, okay. And totally avoid any. It's like a very valid compromise. Yeah, totally avoiding any kind of concern. There's lots of talk about they're banging again. Um, Because once they start. They just I literally go. was just thinking that. I they like, just it feels go. Like, like once the floodgates opened on the tentacles. It, <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's exactly correct. And um, she, while they're banging, she's like, can you shift without water? And he's like, have I spoiled you with my cracking cock little siren? It's <laughs> like, God bless America. Um, anyway, um. He tells her that he doesn't want anything to change, that he wants to be with her as much as she's willing, um, and his home is always open to her anytime. Um, and she is not still not willing to move in with him, but she's very grateful for his support. So then again, over the next week or so, they settle into a routine of seeing each other most nights, mm-hmm. um, and Nora is working to close so a little later than usual and she's walking to the bus stop and um daniel shows up out of nowhere i was waiting yeah he's here we knew he wasn't gonna stay in dc forever nope he's here um and we go to then elias's point of view and he doesn't feel right he's like something's not right but i don't know what it is um, uh, like feeling her unease through his mate bond yeah or honestly just that like gut right and they haven't fully mated yet so it's like just the like inklings of it um but he's also tendrils tendrils. too close to tentacles (laughs) um but it's also cold and dark and Nora's walking to the bus stop alone and so he's trying to convince himself not to call her like a crazy person and then he's like no that's that's okay. Like, I'm allowed to call her to check in. So he calls, no answer. And he's like, maybe she's on the phone or maybe she's working later than she thought. It's all good. No need to panic. So then he calls again a few minutes later and still no answer. And that bad feeling just gets worse. And he's like, fuck it. I'm just going to go check on her. So we're back to Nora's point of view. She is trying to tell Daniel that there's nothing for them to talk about. She's just trying to walk away from him. But he grabs her arm and flashes a gun and is like, we're going to go get a drink. Okay? She's like, okie dokie. Like, here we go. Um, And she realizes that she made the wrong choice, like, to walk with him at all. And so... Um, you never go to a secondary Never go to a location. secondary location. You never go to a secondary location. He destroys her phone when he uh, hears it ringing. Mm-hmm. And then he does pull her into a bar. Um, and then back to Elias. He can't find her. So he calls Blair. Um, and he taps into the mating bond while he's waiting for Blair to figure out what's going on. And... Uh, he feels that going to her apartment is the wrong direction. And so he tries to like follow the mate bond. Um, Daniel is 
a dick. And he's really trying to just intimidate her. Um, but, um, she doesn't really feel intimidated, but he does have a gun and she's like, yeah, he is insane enough to use it and potentially hurt other people too. So Mm -hmm. she just tries to play along. Um, he's trying to get in her head, um, about, you know, I heard you have a mate. Do you really think he's coming for you? Like kind of mocking her kind of thing. And, um, I mean, is this plan to kill her or get her back? Well, that's the really confusing part. I don't think he knows because she reaches for the bond in her chest and um, that she can feel in her chest. And um, so she's also tugging back. She doesn't know like what it is really or if it's going to work, but she's she's tugging back. And he tells her, Daniel tells her they're going back to D.C. and he has a plane waiting and starts dragging her out of the bar. And she realizes that if he gets in the car, it's game over. Like if he doesn't outright if kill her. If he takes her, her to a third location. <laughs> right. If we go to a third location, we're really fucked. Guys, I really think the third location is bad news. Third one is the problem. Way to trust your gut, Nora. <laughs> so um, she is freaking out that maybe he's going to kill her. So she starts struggling, and then um, she hears Elias. My notes say, big mad. <laughs> um, he distracts Daniel um, long enough to get him to let her go, and he starts waving the gun around, and... Um, Blair shows up and it turns out Blair is a dragon. So Blair shows up in dragon form and it very quickly deals with Daniel. <laughs> Not an issue. Daniel's gun may have been intimidating. <laughs> right. Until a dragon <laughs> the showed dragon up. showed up. And Daniel very quickly realized he ain't shit. Right. <laughs> you bought a brought a gun to a dragon, dragon fight. fight. Like, no, 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 kiddo. So um, Elias, like, sweeps Nora up, and his instincts are telling him to go fuck up Daniel to, like, really just Mm -hmm. lay into him. But Nora is his priority, and so he takes care of her first. So um, she's got bruises all over her, um, and he's just doing his best to take care of her. And... um, as she's calming down, the cops show up um, to question her. Elias tries to get them to leave her alone, but Nora is like, this is, I just need to get this over with. Yeah. I just need to get it done. So Elias waits for her at the police station, and he is just panicking um, and, you know, doesn't know if she's okay or what's going on. Um And then finally, he's like, she finally comes out and he's just like holding her. And then he's like, can I, can I drive you home? Cause he's worried that like, she blames him for Daniel finding her. And he's like, maybe this undid all the progress that we made. Um, I, while I have thoroughly enjoyed him this whole book, I do feel like we've made it to a point where I'm like, I need you to lean into it a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Believe in me that believes in you, my guy. Yeah. Because she's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, well, you wanted you wanted space. And I didn't want to just, like, assume you wanted to come back to my place. Um, and she's like, no, we're, we're going to go back to your place and we're going to talk. And he's like, 
fuck. Like, this isn't going to be a good talk. Elias, it's going to be fine, my, my guy. It is going to be fine. So, um, yeah, he's trying to control his Kraken instincts, of course, to, like, you know, hold her close and never let her go. And um, she is feeling more of his emotions now that she's touched the bond so she can feel how guilty he is. Um, And so they have a talk about where they are in their relationship. And she says um, she's still not ready to just move in. Like, we're still going to take things at a more Mm -hmm. normal pace. But, like, I want to be with you. Like, this doesn't change anything. Um, But she's like, my lease is up in a couple of months. We can talk about it then. And, um, yeah. And he's like, that sounds great. I love that for us. Let's do it. They take a bath together. Um, Wait, that's the end of the book? Just about. So he's super excited. He declares his love. She reciprocates. And then... Tentacles. Yes. Nora, eight months later. (laughs) Oh. They're doing a role play. And she is in a rowboat in the sound. And Elias is somewhere stalking her in the sound. In his fully shifted Kraken. And he finally shows himself and drags her boat to a cave. And then he destroys the boat. And she calls out to him and declares that he is her mate. Um, And he half shifts and comes for her. This is their official mating. Um, Mm. So he lays his claim. My notes say DP with tentacles. She's back in school. (laughs) Daniel is going to trial. They live together happily ever after. That's what my notes say. We never got more details about the exact. We never got more, never got more details about the exact. But she, yeah, that's it. So they, I guess they just dated like normal people for eight months. And then she was like, let's do it. And then they made it. And that's it. That's the end. I love that they didn't mate like immediately. Yeah. Really appreciate the more realistic pace. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Instead of just like seeing them one time. Like, yeah, that's being it. like, I saw you across the bar and now you're mine. Forever. Who cares if you don't want to be? Right. I, I didn't ask you. I called dibs. <laughs> and here we are. Yeah. Um, um, so, yeah, that's it. I enjoyed that. <laughs> Is your camera open? Yeah, I don't know how I did that. I didn't <laughs> notice until you just said something. I just looked down and I was like, now. wait, what? It's it's done now. I'll just flip it over. <laughs> that, as I, you know, as I said earlier, the title Nora's Kraken. Yeah. Really expected it to be a little darker. Mm-hmm. It was, it was more of like a, a cozy read than I anticipated. It was. It like I said, it was wholesome in a weird way. Mm-hmm. And it, as as wholesome as DP tentacles can be. <laughs> yeah. I heard it as I said it. It was too late. Um, but you know exactly what I mean, though. Like, their relationship dynamic was more wholesome than I expected. Um, 1,000%. And it was a nice, like, 
change up from the usual faded mate where it's like immediately together. He doesn't give a shit about what she thinks or wants. And it's just like, you're my mate. Sucks to suck. She'll come around. (laughs) Right. No, it was very much like literally, truly, she is the priority, whatever she needs. Um, And I really appreciated that. Yeah. So how many tentacles are you rating it? Well, I'm going to go out of 10. Since that was our first assumption or that first guess. That was the guess. first answer I found on the internet before I found several other answers that told me that might not be the correct answer. But for the sake of needing to, to have a number to rate. I'm still going to go with seven. Or <laughs> seven. I'm going to go with ten. I think I'm, I was thinking of giving it seven. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, it was nice. Like, it was a nice read. Listen, I, C's get degrees. Seven yeah. percent. Yeah, and I did read the next one, and I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. Were there tentacles in the next one? No, it was about Blair. So it was a dragon. Yeah, it was a dragon. Fire breathing? You can't tell me the sex got normal. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember if there was fire breathing in the sex. Hannah, I don't care if there's actual <laughs> fire breathing. I just need to know what made the sex the sex with the dragon. I really don't remember. I really don't remember. <laughs> it's easy with a kraken. It's like, obviously, it's going to be tentacle shit. But, like, with a dragon, it's harder to know. <laughs> it's harder to know what the weird thing is going to be. Yeah. Well, I guess if you, too, would like to know what the weird dragon sex is in the second one. Yeah. Check it out. Check it out. Report back. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But, yeah, I'm comfortable with a 7 out of 10. It was a unique take on a faded mate. And it was a, a nice, warm, comfy story with tentacles. It's just a good comfort read with tentacles. Yeah, if that's what you're into, more power to you. With tentacles. <laughs> just start adding it to everything now. <laughs> like in bed on a, a fortune cookie. Yeah, my day was really good. With yeah. tentacles. Answered emails. <laughs> Ate dinner. With tentacles. <sighs> There's a lot of intrigue there. <laughs> it does open up more conversation really fixated on the dragon sex now and it's not even the book we read okay so seven out of ten tentacles yes um let us know how many tentacles you would rate this if if your kraken does not have 10 and has like seven Mm. or eight there were varied numbers sure one said up to eight right um and we also don't know if that includes the mating tentacle touche yeah so give us your thoughts. Do we have any marine biologists <laughs> who, can- who are experts in Kraken? <laughs> Did you ever ride that roller coaster at SeaWorld? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I So we took a middle school field trip. That was like our seventh grade field trip. I rode Kraken seven times in a row without getting off. Yep. Like, did not even – it was, like, a Tuesday school trip, right? Like, there was no one in line. You did not even have to get off to get back in the line. You could just stay buckled in. Yep. That was also my first migraine. (laughs) I imagine it was. It was not a – 
It was fun, but like seven times ride. in a row. Yeah. Uh, definitely much. leaves your neck a little jostled. A little bit. Although any roller coaster seven times in a row. Yeah. Is probably going to leave some to be desired. Yeah. But on that note, let us know how many tentacles you would rate this. Let us know if you've ridden the roller coaster at SeaWorld. Yeah. You know? Let us know your thoughts on manatees. Oh, fuck yeah, manatees. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck yeah, manatees. And on that note, goodbye, smut sluts. See you next time. (laughs) Well, that's it for this week's smut sluts. We hope it was good for you because it sure was great for us. If you're digging what we're doing, it would mean a lot if you'd take a minute to rate and review the show wherever you're listening right now. Maybe tell that sexy someone to lend us an ear. We love you. We appreciate you. And we'll see you next week. Stay smutty.